0: You are listening to Melbourne Lights Church Weekly Podcast. Hi everyone, how are we? Going good? Oh, awesome. I'm good too, yes, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So, I I don't know if you remember or not, we've been doing a series on the church that Jesus is building, because he is building a church, right? And he's the one that's building it, we're not building it, we're part of it. We're growing with him. We're becoming his disciples. We're making disciples, but he's the one that's building it. Yeah. Um, so so far in this series, we Matt shared on the church that Jesus is building exists for his glory, and that was awesome. And then Gabby, my beautiful wife, shared on the church that Jesus is building is for ge- is for the generations, and um, we had that wonderful picture with a bit of a floppy sword, but it was. Uh, was a good picture of the generations yeah it was wonderful and then last last week Matt shared on uh, the church that Jesus is building being a church of disciples and you know we often talk about us wanting to be disciples that make disciples and um and that's happening more and more it's so exciting to see that in 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 not only our gathering but in the in the church wider as well um So today, I'm going to continue this series with the church that Jesus is building is a church that lives to know him and to make him known. And that's something I'm hopefully a lot of people that have been going here for a while are familiar with, because it's actually, if you go onto our website, the first thing you'll see is welcome (laughs) to know Jesus Christ and to make him known. So that's what we're about as a church and, you know, it's not necessarily unique to our church, but it's what we want to focus on. It's, it's, king, it's the king and his kingdom. And um, I thought it'd be good just to, I just felt God, you know, wanting to really, um, I guess, go a bit deeper into those, those two. There's two things in that statement, right? There's to know Jesus Christ and to make him known. Um, I love the worship this morning, guys. that was awesome michael and i, I was in tears with that the song uh, uh, you know there is no one else but you jesus it 's all about him you know, and um I love that we that we make it a priority to keep it about him because it is easy to get sidetracked little by little um, subtly sidetracked from from making it all about Jesus, but you know the best thing we can do is keep it about jesus you know and um I love that that mission statement we have is it's not to know about Jesus Christ and to make others know about him, it's to know Jesus Christ and to make him known. It's not just information, we, we don't want to just become really good students of who Jesus is and be able to teach others who he is and we want to actually know him and we want others to know him. And... Um, you know, this, is, this isn't rocket science, it's hopefully nothing too new this morning, but just an encouragement and just a, uh, a spurring on of, of myself as well as everyone here just to, just to continue to fight for knowing him and to making him known. Um, so why is knowing Jesus Christ so important? The book of John gives some amazing insight into the heart of Jesus and the heart of the Father. And um, if you turn to me, turn to me, turn with me, don't turn to me, turn to Jesus. <laughs> Keeping it all about Jesus. Uh, John 17, verse 1 to 3 says, When Jesus had spoken these words, he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father the, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that the Son may glorify you. Since you have given him all since you have given him authority over all flesh, to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Isn't that powerful? You know, eternal life isn't just our ticket to heaven when we die. It's, it's knowing the Father, first of all, and, well, and knowing Jesus Christ. It's all about knowing Him. It says there, this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and he's talking about the Father, because he'd mentioned the Father before, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. So it's all about knowing Jesus and knowing the Father. And um, it's relationship, not religion, right? So our eternal life's already started. Our eternal life doesn't start when we die. <laughs> we're, we're in progress already, knowing Jesus and knowing the Father. Um, Earlier in the in the book of John as well, we see the price paid for us to have this eternal life, and it's, it's probably the most well-known verse in the Bible, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And again, it's that eternal life that he paid that ultimate price for is knowing Jesus and knowing the Father, and... You know I think we we can sometimes i mean it's it's amazing that we when we give our life to Jesus, yes, we are saved, and we do have that hope of going to heaven when we die, but I think too too many Christians leave it at that, and they don't want to know you know they don't necessarily go after anything much more than that of just making sure they're okay when they die and um but god's calling us to more you know he's he's wanting more. And um, I hope I hope you're hungry for more too. I know I am, and um, and if yeah, just open your hearts to receive and and to to have the Holy Spirit stir up that hunger to know Him more. Um, again, in John, John 14 verse 6 says, um, Jesus answered, "I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me." If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. So again, there's that connection between knowing Jesus and knowing the Father. Um, wow, who wants to really know Jesus? <laughs> it says, if you really know me, I, yeah, that's my desire. And um, Jesus reveals the Father. That's what he's about. So knowing Jesus means knowing the Father. So back to the question at the start, why is knowing Jesus Christ so important? Because knowing Jesus means knowing the Father, and because knowing God the Father and Jesus Christ is eternal life. That's why it's important. And it's a journey of knowing him more that will continue for eternity. And we're, we're on that journey now, yeah? So how do we get to know Jesus? We get to know Jesus by responding to his voice. Um... In Revelation 3.20, it says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice, and Bethany had that this morning, yeah, it was really awesome that that's coming through, Of um, and opens the door, I will come to him and eat with him and he with me. And it's a beautiful picture of, of Jesus wanting to have relationship with us. I mean, what better way to get to know someone than have them in for a meal yeah <laughs> and that's what he's he's promising there is that if we hear his voice he's knocking at our door he's he's knocking at the door of our hearts and whether you whether you know jesus already or this is all totally new to you and you've 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 never responded to jesus in your heart to open that door just just ask even now to Uh, just ask for him to just to reveal himself to you this morning because he's wanting that he he is at the door of your heart and and knocking and there's this picture um there's this picture uh, there's a ministry called Jesus at the door and uh, there's this uh picture of Jesus at the door I could have had it up I guess but it's basically it's a picture of a heart and it's a door and the handles on the inside of the door so it's not Jesus. Jesus isn't going to open the door of your heart and force him way, force his way into your heart. He's the door is the handles on the inside. You, we need to we need to open that handle and let him in. And it's not just that first experience of of knowing Jesus and and making him Lord of our lives. It's it's continually responding to that knock on the door of our hearts and letting Jesus into every part of our lives, every everything we're struggling with, every battle we have, every doubt we have, yeah, um, it's responding to Jesus. Um, and it start yeah, so how do we get to know Jesus? We're abiding in Him, and I think Matt shared about abiding as well before, but it's such a beautiful picture of, of how we get to know Jesus, is we abide in Him. And um, there's a scripture, again, in John. A lot of the scriptures come from John today. So uh, John 15, um, verses 4 to 5 says, "'Abide in me, and I in you. "'As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, "'unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, "'unless you abide in me. "'I am the vine, you are the branches. "'Whoever abides in me, and I in him, "'he it is that bears much fruit. "'For apart from me you can do nothing.'" and you know as we abide in him we it's a connecting with god yeah it's a connecting like that picture of the vine and the branches you can't really see where the the vine ends and the branches start or it's and it's the fruit that comes through that and we we can we're called to abide in him it doesn't necessarily just happen automatically we need to make a choice to abide in him and um yeah so again just just respond to God, isn't even as I'm talking, we will have a time of response later, but even as I'm talking, if any of these things are sort of resonating with you, just, just respond to Jesus. Um, how else do we get to know Jesus? I think in, in intimacy, in worship, in loving Him, even, even this morning, the time of worship, just, you know, sometimes not even singing the words, like, singing the words is awesome, and there's truth, and it goes into you, but I found myself just f- for some of that this morning of just just listening to, to what the words were and just experiencing just the presence of God and, and, and pouring out love on Him and um, being in His presence. That's, that's, that's what abiding in Him is. That's what knowing Him is, is, is b- being around Him, being, yeah, just loving Him. We get to know anyone by being around them and, and spending time with them and hearing what they've got to say and um obviously Jesus is at the whole next level of that but we yeah let's let's respond to him how else do we do it we by reading the word he you know he Jesus is the word and as we read the word we're we're knowing Jesus more we come to know him more and it's and again it's more than just information it's it's really experiencing experiential knowledge of who Jesus is and um, so, yeah, reading the words an awesome thing. Um, and believing in him is how, is how we come to know him. Because we know from John 3.16 before, you know, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And that eternal life is knowing Jesus. So to know Jesus comes from believing in what he said and what, what he's, you know, we make that choice to believe. And in doing that, we know him more. Um, prayer is the obvious one too of of making time for prayer and prayer is just talking to God and, and um, setting aside time making that time, it's not always easy but it's worth it because <laughs> he's worth it, he's so worthy and um, I think it's around making good choices too um, you know, if we want to know Jesus more which is the best thing we can do with our lives <laughs> um we, we need to make good choices, and that might be what we give our time to, um, what we feed ourselves, you know. There's, there's plenty of choices these days. <laughs> How many streaming services can you have? And um, I'm, not say, so I'm not saying they're all bad, but, you know, if that becomes all we do, it's, you know, there's so much more. There's so much more that God has for each of us. And, um, and who we hang around as well is determines you know how much we 're going to know jesus if if we're hanging around people who also want to know Jesus and they 're making it their priority we're we 're going to have a a good a good influence in our lives from that you know and we can we can learn to know Jesus together in a discipleship group or or just in a friendship we can bounce stuff off each other we can share what god 's been saying to us we can we can share the revelation that god's given us about that, that has helped us to know him more and that can, you know, that can help someone else on their journey as well. And um, so, yeah, it's around making good choices too. And so, what's the fruit of knowing Jesus? The fruit of knowing Jesus. So, Psalm 34, 5. I actually, I actually got this scripture, was it last week? <laughs> I think it was last week or the week before. I had to come a bit early because Jordan's trying to save money on petrol at the moment. So I came at eight o'clock. I'm not not trying to brag or anything, but so I was here, he was in here. So I just sat out in the car park, in the car, and, um, and I, I was saying, Lord, what are you saying to me? And I just looked up, I think it was parked over here somewhere, looking up that way, and the, the two factories in front of me were three and four. And so I felt like I was pointing me to something to do with 3 and 4. So I went to Psalm 34, such just just a beautiful psalm. And um the verse 5 in Psalm 34, those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. And it's so powerful. That you know that's a fruit of knowing Jesus because yeah, looking to Jesus is is part of knowing him and fixing our eyes on him. And um their faces shall never be ashamed. What a promise that you know i've done some stuff that i could be ashamed of <laughs> and i have been ashamed of but as we look to him that changes and and we we're becoming transformed into his image and um we don't have to live in that shame we um yeah and that that word radiant actually means sending out light um shining or glowing brightly we can um what a promise that That as we look to him, we are radiant. We actually start sending out light um, to those around us. And, um, yeah, it's beautiful. What's some other fruit? There's destiny. There's purpose. Um, oh, I've got to say this. There's power and passion. I'm sort of saying that because <laughs> my beautiful daughter Jess has organized a... Uh, not a daddy-daughter date, more like a daughter-daddy date, because she's paying. <laughs> We're going to go see Midnight Oil tonight. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, power and the passion. That's that's the reference there. But there is power and passion. Is should be fruit of our lives. You know that that we've we've got all we've all we need for. You know, knowing Jesus results in passion growing in our lives. As we're passionate about Him and what He's passionate about, it brings purpose and it brings, and it brings power in our lives as well because he's, He equips us with what we need to carry out His purposes. And He's given us the Holy Spirit, which is power, you know. We, he is power. Um, some more fruit is caring about what He cares about. Um, and what's beautiful is in knowing Jesus, we actually... Come to know more about who we are, <laughs> who we really are, and who he 's made us to be and um yeah if we 're just looking to other sources to find out who we are we 're going to you know it 's going it 's going to be less than what God has for us um, as as we look to him to find out who we are it's uh that 's that 's the truth of who we are and we, and we start living for out of his favor, you know as we spend time with him and listen to him, we hear him telling him how much he loves us. We hear him telling us what gifts he's given us, what desires he's he's given us and and we can tell him what desires are in our hearts and and how that can how that can play out you know and and it's um yeah it's it's so good there's so much fruit from knowing who from knowing Jesus and knowing him knowing him more not just knowing him yes i know Jesus it's not a binary answer on or off you know you either do or you don't it's we are growing in knowing him and um and we're being transformed into his image you know you 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 become you become what you behold and if we're beholding Jesus then then we're becoming more like him and another fruit of that is wanting to make him known, um, which is the other part of that mission statement, right? To know him and to make him known. If we really get the to know him right, the making him known is just going to come almost naturally, you know, or does come naturally. There's still things we can do to <laughs> to grow in that as well. But but it, it, if we try to do it without knowing him first, it's just going to be hard work, <laughs> and um, and not natural. But if if we know him then it comes naturally. Um, So what are some of the obstacles to knowing Jesus? 2 Corinthians 10 verses 3 to 5 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. You know, we're in a war. Whether we believe it or not, we are in a war. And there is an enemy whose mission is the opposite of ours. If our mission is to know him and to make him known, the enemy's mission is to get us to not know him and to not make him known. Um, it's, the, it's the absolute last thing he wants is for us to know Jesus. Um, anyone who knows Jesus and is getting to know Jesus more is a growing threat to the enemy. And he set up all sorts of schemes t- to either, I've got three points here, th- to either prevent us coming to know Jesus in the first place or to keep us from knowing him any more than we do and therefore limit our impact or to steal, kill and destroy by getting us to doubt, and question if we ever knew Jesus in the first place. So that, that's his—that's sch- what his schemes are, are focused on. <laughs> and we need to be aware of that. I mean, we don't live—you know—we don't live in constant fear of what he might be doing. Because, but we need to be aware of what those schemes look like, so we can we can do what we need to to deal with that. So, so the schemes look, can look like distractions. It can look like busyness. It can look like sin. It can look like the pattern of the world. Um, it can look like shame. It can look like pride, and it look you know there's so many other things it can look like. The enemy tries to feed us those arguments and lofty opinions that are that raise themselves against the knowledge of God, and he feeds all sorts of thoughts into our minds to bring destruction. Um, and the battlefield is the mind. The it's you know that whole scripture about. The war that we are waging, um, the things that have to be destroyed are all, all in the mind. Things like arguments and opinions against the knowledge of God and thoughts in our minds, that, that's where the, the battle is waged. And the good news is we've been given weapons that have divine power to destroy strongholds, like the arguments and lofty opinions that are raised against the knowledge of God. We are also, we are also able to take captive every thought to obey Christ, we can do that. Um, in His power, we can do that. But we've got to choose to fight. Um, I love the spirit that you know. Whether you're agree- a group, yeah, I won't get into the politics of it. But I've just been inspired by the the spirit of the Ukrainians and and that they've shown in the war that's against them. Right, like they they didn't really ask for the war. And they haven't just rolled over. They've—they're fighting against the enemy, and they believe their freedom is worth fighting for. And they've chosen to, to stand up and fight. And you know, we're also called to stand up and fight. And are we willing to do that? Um, I was going to have a—you know—I love illustrations. I love physical illustrations when you're trying to preach something. So I was going to try. I was going to dress up in camo and uh, do it. So I went into Aussie Disposals. They didn't have any. (laughs) Do I have to explain it to anyone or are we all good? Yeah. So the other good way of explaining things is having some humour. So hopefully that connects with you too. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, we do have to choose to fight. And do we do we believe that this knowing Jesus more, which is eternal life, is worth fighting for? Um, passivity won't cut it. Um, and some of us aren't taking, and I've been in this place before, When some of us aren't taking any captives in our minds, and we're letting thoughts run around, triggering other thoughts. Um, you know, the enemy can't read our minds, but he can read signals from us about what we're thinking, and then he can feed in additional thoughts to take us down those rabbit holes, you know, and we we need to take captive thoughts, um, every thought to the obedience of Christ, and find out what Christ is saying about it. Um, so what are our weapons? <laughs> From Ephesians 6, uh, 10 to 18, I won't go into them in much detail, but you know what they are, oh a lot of you would know what they are, they're, there's the helmet, I this isn't the order they're listed in, but I always think top-down, <laughs> the helmet of salvation, which is on our mind, which is interesting. Um, and our mind is our, like, ability to think, feel, and choose. And, you know, it's so important that we, we have that protected by knowing that we are saved and, and an ongoing being saved. You know, we're being made whole um, in our mind, but, you know, we have that ability to choose. Um, some more weapons, shield of faith, to put out those fiery darts of the enemy. The breastplate of righteousness, when, when the enemy tries to accuse us of being, you know, that what we've done is too much or, you know, we can never um, pay for our sins. He's you, We have that breastplate of righteousness and it cov- that's covering our hearts, you know. And the belt of truth and the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, and the shoes of the readiness of the gospel and prayer in the Spirit on all occasions, yeah. But the most powerful weapon we have is Jesus living inside us. Um, 1 John 3 verse 8 says, The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. <laughs> He's the not-so-secret weapon. <laughs> um, 1 John 4.4 4, Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. So we have him. So that was the first half. <laughs> I better speed up. Um so that was that was to make that was to know him, yeah, to know Jesus Christ. So let's move on to the make him known. If like I said before, it flows out of knowing him. The more we know him, the more we can make him known and the more we will want to make him known as we know him more. Um you probably heard me say this statement a few times I came across a couple of years ago. Be loved and then be love as as we know Jesus as we spend time knowing Jesus we are, we be, we recognize that we are loved we we get more of a revelation of how loved we are and from that place of being loved we can be love to others around us and the best love we can show to others is is to make Jesus known to them in a loving way i mean we can't you know we don't want to be beating people on the head into knowing Jesus, but we want to we we just, by love, bring them to know him. Um, as a disciple of Jesus, I'm a follower of Christ, and in relationship with him, I discover what that uniquely looks like for me. Sometimes we can have this high and lofty ideal of what we're living for, but I feel like God's wanting to make it more real, more custom-made to each, each of us for our day-to-day stuff. Um, you know, God's made us all unique, but with a common connectedness. (laughs) 1 Peter 2 verses 4 to 6 says, as you come to him, which I love that, as you come to him, a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God, um, in the sight of God chosen and precious, you yourselves are living stones like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Christ Jesus. Um, Yeah, so we are living stones. We are those living stones being built together. Jesus is building his church. He's building us as living stones. And we're not living bricks, (laughs) Contrary to Pink Floyd's massive hit, we're not just another brick in the wall, <laughs> but we're living stones in the church Jesus is building. And I love that picture of stones versus bricks because stones are all different. <laughs> a stonemason has to be a real craftsman to to make something out of all these different shaped stones, you know. Um, and imagine a living stone. I mean, if you look at us. Our shape is changing <laughs> the whole time, too. Like God is growing us. God is is bringing us into more. And He He's so incredible. He can deal with <laughs> making something amazing out of stones that are changing, that are getting breakthrough, that are being healed, that are and um and are maybe being shifted from over here to over here for a season or you know whatever. He's He's incredible. Um. We're not supposed to all look the same and be the same. I'm just going to share a little bit of my own recent journey around this, but please understand, you are a unique living stone. You don't have to look like me (laughs) or anyone else, and I don't have to look like you. Although I do do love a mullet. Uh, I tried it for a little while, but... um (laughs) Yeah, so for me, about a year ago, I felt God speak to me about, you know, how to help make this greater calling that is to the whole church more applicable to me. And um, I wasn't really looking for it. I think he just, he He wanted to speak it to me. So I was just sitting at my computer one day. You're probably all familiar. I don't know what apples are like, but, you know, other computers. If, if you're connected to a network, it says connected and secure. And, um if you're not connected, it says something else. But um, when I saw that, I just saw that one day, and I felt God really speak that into my heart, that that, that had something more he was saying to me in it. So I sort of just meditated on, over the the next few days, and at the same time, I was sort of listening to some stuff about, you know, mission statements and things for companies more, or, and personal mission statements as well. And I, I thought, oh, well, you know, I have a small business, and I, I thought I'd It'd be good to somehow bring in the purposes of God and what He wants to do into what we do as a business, and um, but also at a personal level too. And so, anyway, after a fair bit of, you know, um, a bit of a process, it came down to a mission statement that I do use for my business now, and it's on my emails and you know invoices, and because um, I'm what I do is electronic security, so um to do with that connected and secure what i ended up coming up with was through you know god helping me but here's the statement helping people become connected and secure and um it just it just helped me at a personal level as well getting up every day thinking well you know what am i doing today or or having a bad day at work and thinking why am i doing what i'm doing you know and um it's it's just been really helpful to have have something like that. I'm not saying you all have to have a personal mission statement. I'm just trying to share that that it can help to have something that's that brings it to you to make it applicable to you, this whole thing of knowing him and making him known. Cause for me that I guess it has a double meaning. Helping people become connected and secure. Yes, that's what we do. We, you know, CCTV and intercoms and access control and that stuff. It's it's all internet related these days and there's that connection thing happening and there's it's all about security so there's that natural thing but it's helping ultimately i want to be helping people come become connected to jesus and secure in who they are in jesus maybe introducing them to jesus and um so it's made it it's made it um, yeah, and and that goes for the people within the business as well, helping them become more connected. Connected, my suppliers, my um, customers, all of them, and making time for that. And um, but what could it look like for you? It might be something different to that. Um, so maybe maybe you felt that thing of making him known is sort of too out there. But I feel like Jesus is wanting each of us. Here we go. To own making him known yeah <laughs> so i think it yeah cuz it's not just for the professionals like the professional you know ministry people evangelists or you know people on staff it's for each one of us to make him known and um it's and it's not just on a sunday or on an outreach i'm going on the rh today but that's not just where we make him known um, it's in the day-to-day stuff. It's the people we come across, our family, our friends, our customers, our, you know, work colleagues, whoever it is. Um, so I encourage you to ask Jesus, you know, what, what he wants it to look like for you. What does own, owning and making him known look like for you? Um, and I love that a lot of us are growing in this and it's so cool to see more and more people stepping out in their daily lives to make him known. Um, it's happening more and more in our church and in the wider church as well. Um, I had this experience last last Saturday. I was at Aldi trying to get a bit of food for the family. <laughs> Gabby was away, um, so I was just getting a few things just to make a rissoles, actually. <laughs> what do you call these, love? And, uh, <laughs> so I, wa- <laughs> I was walking down the aisle in Aldi, looking for what I wanted. I'm coming towards this uh, group of three people and there was um, an Asian lady, pointing this way, so I could see her face, and she was talking to two other people that were pointing that way, and just as I'm walking past her, I hear her say to the people she was talking to, Jesus loves you, and and I'm thinking, oh wow, and it's someone else sort of reaching out, and so I sort of slowed down, I was in a bit of a hurry, but I slowed down, <laughs> and then I started looking at something just past where they were, and then sure enough, she they, they sort of smiled, and then she moved on, and she was... She, then she walked up to me and she said, do you know God loves you? And I said, wow, yeah, I do. <laughs> and, we, and we sort of chatted for a while about how, yeah, it's so good to, but it's so good, it's so exciting when someone witnesses to you <laughs> as a Christian. <laughs> it was really good. And um, I, yeah, she's a Korean lady. She goes to a, Korean church in, uh, a Korean-speaking church in Ashburton. I did try to connect, but it got a little bit too awkward for her, which is fair enough. But I'll probably see her again sometime. So uh, no, it was really good. So there's people out there doing it, you know. And her name was Han, and she was by herself, so it was Han Solo. <laughs> uh, uh, there we go. <laughs> well, there there was this very tall, hairy creature with her as well, but no, there wasn't. There wasn't. Uh, <laughs> leave it at that. But but there are lots of other people stepping out, and I love it. Um, don't know if John Wafts here today, but John was telling me last last Sunday. He was just telling me after church how he would stepped out and prayed for someone for healing at work, and um, and Deej was chatting at the party the other day how he, he steps out with his clients, you know, and um and always on the outlook, always on the lookout for opportunities to share and we all know about Ethan <laughs> and his his passion to make him known and there's Seppo as well and Kaby and Chantelle many more of many many more of you are all all growing in this and stepping up which is fantastic and we can all encourage each other in it and it's um I love that out uh, this statement of to know God and to make him known um I sorry I love that it's not that, it's not to know God and to make him known, it's to know Jesus Christ and to make him known. Because um, in some ways it's easier talking about God to people than Jesus. Um, but I'm, I've been challenged more and more to to bring, you know, I guess earlier on I, I would, you know, it's fairly easier to say God or, um, you know, God loves you, which is, which is true. But bringing it also around to Jesus, he's, he's the name, he's the only name that can save and um yeah let's let's bring it around to him cuz cuz god can mean a lot of different things to a lot of people but but only jesus is jesus yeah um so how do we make him known i've gone over haven't i gee by a lot uh speed up speed up speaking about him <laughs> i've pressed the two times button on my let let them know he is good jesus loves them he died for them to bring us back to the Father. Break the silence, you know. We, we did that silence breakers course, which was awesome, but let's in, keep encouraging each other to break the silence. It's such a thin thing, <laughs> but it's so important to get past that silence of of not talking about him. Um, tell of what he's done in our lives. We have hope stories, we have testimonies. Tell people of how he speaks to you and what he's been saying. You know, talk about him in, in your daily conversations not like he's just your f- faith but he's you're in a relationship with him and he speaks to you and he can speak to them as well um hope cards street outreach street outreach like today um compassion where we're sponsoring kids is a way we can make him known as well um caring for others all right yeah i can probably leave it there yeah but i actually and in response can we can we respond yeah just in response to those two things this morning maybe the worship team can come up or is that right yep i'd love to do that song again the um no one else but jesus yeah to know him how do we respond well if you don't know jesus at all today please come up after, as as we are about to sing this song and have some time of praying for people, please come up to the front and there's some people here who would love to introduce you to Jesus. And um, it's the best decision you'll ever make is to make Jesus Lord of your life and come to know him. Um, If you do know him, but want to know him more and are battling some of the enemy schemes that we talked about, then please respond this morning and come and have us stand with you in prayer and we would love to do that that's what being this church is about is is encouraging each other being there if if you're by yourself in this and you don't come to church and you're not part of a community where where you can talk about this stuff you're going to it's really easy for the enemy to pick us off you know but when we're in a relationship with each other we can we can stand alongside each other and um and pray um and that third category if you've known him but are struggling not to give in to the enemy's schemes of stealing, killing and destroying that relationship with Jesus, then please respond this morning. You know, just come humbly and, and just you know, make it all about him again. And if it's disappointments and things that have, that have maybe helped you make, you know, have led to you growing cold in your, your relationship with him, then, then lay, lay those things down. And how do we respond to making him known? You know, if you're wanting to find out that uniqueness of God and uh, that God has for your life and how he wants you to make him known to others, then, you know, also come and and then stand and pray with people for that. Or if you struggle with fear, that's what I was going to say was one of the probably the main enemy to making him known is fear. But, um, you know, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power and a sound mind. If we go in love, if we go in power, if we get our thinking right with who we are and, and who He is in us, then, then we'll have no issues making Him known. Amen. We hope you've enjoyed this week's message. If you have any questions or would like more information, please contact us at melbournelightschurch.com.au.